0: Welcome to The Crunch with Crib. I'm Jess and each episode I'll be talking with some of WA's best real estate agents and business people to find out what makes them tick and what lessons they've learnt on their journey to success. From a high-flying career in corporate sales and marketing to working in real estate with his dad, Ben Chocker has had quite the journey. Now the Director of Provincial Real Estate in Kalamunda, Ben talked us through why he sought the greener pastures of real estate and what it's like working in a tight-knit community like the Perth Hills. Welcome, Ben, to The Crunch.
1: Thank you very much, Yes, Really but, appreciate the opportunity. Uh,
0: you're so welcome. It's a pleasure to have you. Now, the first question that we always kind of kick off with, with our guests is how you got your start. Um, in real estate, but I believe that you had a prior career in marketing and advertising. So I wanted you to tell me a bit about that. Yeah,
1: that's right. Um, So I actually um, did a a degree in marketing and advertising. Um, And then from uni, after I finished uni, I actually couldn't get a job Mm. in marketing in the field I really wanted. So I ended up doing um, door-to-door sales.
0: Ah, okay.
1: So um, which was a a, a pretty – you know, hard-hitting experience yes. to be launched in that straight away, um, after being obviously being academic before that. So, but that definitely gave me the best grounding I could have ever had for real estate. Yeah. So it was sort of a blessing in disguise for me. Yeah. So I got to deal with all walks of life of people and um, got to understand rejection pretty fast yeah. as well, yeah. and overcome that. Um, but then from that, it led me to, um, what I really wanted to do. And that was in advertising mm-hmm. and marketing. So I got a job in a small ad agency Yeah. and we did a lot of, a lot of, um, TV commercials and a lot of press ads and so forth, mm-hmm. which is really good and, and really rewarding. Um, but then I just needed to step up another level mm-hmm. and I got into more of a larger company. It was actually a multinational company, yeah. um, in newspapers, and I started there in sales as well, and mm-hmm. then I worked my way up um, the ladder, and then I was in um, senior management okay. from there. So um, that was pretty much my background before I got into real estate. Yeah,
0: Tell me really quickly with the, what you wanted to do in marketing and advertising. Was it strategy? Was it creative? What was your real when you were studying and you really wanted to...
1: I was never an accountant person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I think I failed it the first time. I had to redo it. But um, no, it was actually the creative part. is yeah. The part I really loved the most. Yeah. Um, so that's what, you know, I could, um, I suppose, put out my little creative uh, feelers out and and do something in commerce. Yeah. That was probably the most creative you could do, you know, yeah. in commerce. So. Um, Yeah, that's the reason why I I went into marketing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. Okay. And then so from the multinational position, sales mainly, you said, is that correct? So then how did you find yourself in real estate from there?
1: So from there, I actually hit a ceiling in uh, where I was. And um, the only way for me to move up and grow was to actually go over east. Mm -hmm. And I didn't really want to do that. Um, So... And I actually had enough of the corporate gig. Yeah. It's tiring. Um, it is tiring. And there's <laughs> a lot of politics involved and everything else. So it wasn't for me long term. Yeah. Um, what got me into real estate was actually my dad, who actually had done a big corporate career and, uh, and then finished up in real estate. And he was uh, a sales exec for a, a local Hills um, real estate company. Okay. And was doing really well, like exceptionally well. Yeah. And I thought, geez, you know, I, I could really give this a go, you know. And um, my dad actually tried to talk me out of it. Really? Because he really wanted me to, to exceed in, in a corporate yeah. multinational company and go places and blah, blah, blah. But it, it wasn't for me. It just I realized it just it didn't fit who I was. So um and I really loved where I lived in the hills. Um and I thought, you know, I'm good at sales, I'm good with people, um, why not give this a go? So I ended up um joining a local uh, franchise mm-hmm. group and uh was a sales rep there. Yeah. And um I gotta say the first six months was probably the toughest um, really? i ever endured. Yeah. A, a- even
0: through door knocking and you know moving up the corporate ladder and doing all of those things
1: yeah it, it definitely was well going from something that's really you know you're very comfortable at and yeah. then getting outside your comfort zone again mm-hmm. um, so you're going from your um, your company car to your guaranteed income to your cushy private office yeah corporate lunches yeah and then hitting the streets again mm-hmm. well, I guess that was, so I basically just did a 360 and what year again. was that? So that was uh, fifteen years ago. Okay. Yeah.
0: So what was the market like when you decided to make
1: the move at um, that time? It was okay. It was it was, it was, it was okay. Right. Yeah, it was okay. And then um, we had a bit of a peak, which was good. Yeah. And then um, 2007 came along, um, 2009, and there was a bit of a, was a bit of a not too much of a low. Mm-hmm. Um. But you know there was the global financial crisis. Yeah. But it. Didn't really affect WA
0: as much, as much, yeah.
1: You know, because of our mining industry.
0: So, as a rookie, fifteen years ago, yep. there's no minimum wage. There's yep. no. Uh, how, what was the support like for you then?
1: Look, it was lucky I had my father. Yeah, um, I could shadow him, and so he really gave me the support. Yeah, um, to really kickstart me, and I still remember one conversation I had with him, and it was about three months in. Um, I thought i had enough. Mm-hmm. and um i thought this is going nowhere i'm not getting anywhere i'm knocking on doors every day i feel like i'm i've gone back 3 steps rather yeah. than go forward
0: was it just you at that stage were you supporting a family or
1: uh, i didn't have family at that stage yeah, okay. no um i had a partner who's yeah. my wife now liz yeah. um but no i didn't have a family so it was okay that way i yeah. had some savings in the bank that could tide me over mm-hmm. But I actually no, I didn't have a family, which is a good thing.
0: Yeah, lucky.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So you had your dad to kind of push you through. Yeah,
1: absolutely. So we had a big talk, and um, he says, "Well, give it another, give it another three months. Yeah. And if it doesn't work, you can always go back to mm-hmm. you know a corporate gig. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I gave it all, and um, it just ended up snowballing from there, and yeah. it was just it was yeah, it was good results from mm-hmm. there on. Yeah. So
0: what do you think was maybe the biggest thing you learned in that first six months? About about real estate, or you know, maybe even about yourself as a as a rep and as a business person.
1: Um, there's a f- famous Rocky line. I know it sounds a bit cliche, <laughs> but I live by it now, and it is. It goes, um, it's not how hard you can hit; mm-hmm. it's how hard you can actually get hit and get back up on your feet and mm-hmm. keep moving forward. Yeah, I think that is the biggest lesson of all for me yeah. or anyone in real estate for that matter because it's not an easy gig, yeah. especially when you're starting out. It's not easy. No. And if you don't, you know, if you don't have someone to as a mentor as well, it's even harder. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I think tenacity mm-hmm. is the biggest lesson yeah. I learned, even when, from my you know door-knocking days.
0: I was going to say, what would be the biggest difference between the rejection of, of your door-knocking days and the rejection of You know, or the difficulty of being a real estate agent. Is it just the value of the
1: rejection, do you think? I think it probably is. I think you put so much time and effort into like a listing presentation. Yeah. And you put your heart and soul into it. And if it doesn't come off, you are definitely have more rejection than Mm -hmm. you would if you're just knocking on a door asking for someone if they want to join another telecommunication company. Yeah. So, um, and it was just straight onto the next door. But with a listing It was, you know, there was a lot of time and effort that went into it. So, and especially if you've, you know, you just joined the industry, um, you, are you're a little nervous, Uh you know, and, um, yeah. So I think, I think it's a larger rejection personally. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I've got a couple of questions that come out of that. And the first is, I guess, you know, for the rookies that are out there now, Mm -hmm. maybe in that position that you were in, in the first three months, do you have, what's your advice to them? You said find a mentor. You said be tenacious.
1: Yeah. Is yeah, definitely a, definitely a mentor would be great yeah. if you can. Yeah. Um, You've got to have systems in place too mm-hmm. is my big one. Yeah. You've got to have a point of difference in your own farm area, in yeah. your marketplace. Yeah. Um, and, you, and, yeah, obviously tenacity. Um, and um, have others to actually talk to as well mm-hmm. around you, you know, that are maybe going through a similar thing. So, you know, or someone in the office that you can, you can chat to about, oh, this is, hasn't happened for me, you know, what should I do now? But um, yeah, I think, it's, I think it's really having a yeah. marketing system in place, a good canvassing, and, and being able to do the uncomfortable things that no one wants to do. Mm-hmm. Um, if you can go and do door to door and meet and greet people, I reckon that honestly is the still the best thing. It's the belly to belly interactions with people today yeah. that's going to get you ahead. Of someone that wants to just do, you know, do the social media, you know, um, spam and and everything else to try and get their leads. You Mm -hmm. can do face to face. Um, That's the most valuable thing you can possibly do.
0: Is that something in your? um, Obviously, you're you're a Hills agent. Do you think that the door to door thing um, is particularly? You know, it's it's still a real community vibe up there. That do you think that that's why that works particularly well up there, or do you think any in any area that would be something that you would recommend?
1: If I, th- I think can it's, do it. don't get me wrong, the, the Hills has got a great close-knit community vibe, but I think it's in any area, you yeah. know. Um, if you can meet face-to-face with someone, um, you're going to be able to interact with them on a personal level, you yeah. know. Um, yeah, I, I honestly think door-to-door yeah. is a big thing, but it has to be, you know, uh, coupled with um, all your database management, um, your own your own marketing system, with flyers, and everything else—all that has to come together. Yeah. But I still think door to door, for me, mm-hmm. was a big one that got me into my farm area. Yeah. You,
0: you mentioned making sure you knew what your point of difference was. What What do you think your point of difference is now and then?
1: What now is yeah. my own agency, or yeah. back then well, when both, I was working maybe. for someone else? Both,
0: I guess, because I guess you had to be doing something differently back then to to you know be successful enough to go out on your own. Um. um and then now, what do you consider your point of difference to be?
1: I think initially, my my point of difference was my enthusiasm. Yeah. Um, when you when you're starting off, you don't have the experience to belt around and boast about. Yeah. Um, all you've got is your 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 enthusiasm. Yeah. That's it, basically. <laughs> Bright eyed. <laughs> That's it. Um, so yeah, for me, I think it was just my passion um, for trying to help someone, mm-hmm. wanting to help someone. Um, I think I also brought my marketing talents to mm-hmm. the table for them, for mm-hmm. my clients as well. Yeah. So I think those two, Jess, were were definitely my two big ones when I first started out. Mm-hmm. Um, now it's definitely my experience that I've had in the industry for fifteen years. Mm-hmm. Um, it's you know it's obviously the recognition, the awards that we've won, um, and um, yeah, it's and and don't get me wrong, you can you can never rest on your on your on what you've done so far. Yeah. You've got to keep rebirthing, reinventing yourself all the time because, yeah. as I know, a lot of real estate agents would become complacent after a period of time and mm-hmm. I really get that because it's not an easy gig doing it day in, day out. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I would say, um, yeah, yeah, that and also personal growth too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: So 15 years ago when you were kind of working with your dad and working for, a, you know, a franchise in the hills. What was it that pushed you guys to go out, and um you know, what was the point where you said, you know, what I think I'm ready to, to, for us to do this on our own with our own um, under our own name? And
1: yeah, Um that's a good question, Jess. It, it was actually a, a little vision that I had. Yeah, Um and I actually before prior to this, I worked for uh, I was manager for the Western Suburbs Weekly, which is a local newspaper the yeah. Western Suburbs. Yeah. And the the biggest agencies out there were independent boutique agencies. They weren't the franchises. They were boutique agencies. And they were writing huge dollars. Mm-hmm. And they had a very different feel about them too, yeah. which I really, really loved. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just I couldn't understand why the Hills had never had this injection of a boutique agency, you know, mm. Um it was never, never really done, or it was never done properly, you know. Yeah. So I thought, with my marketing background, I could emulate um, an agency based on the people and based on the environment. So um, that's what I did. Um, the name Provincial comes mm-hmm. actually from from uh, when my dad and I travelled to Italy. Yeah. Um, everything was provinces, province that, and I really liked it. It was all this sort of country towns with a province and I thought Kalamunda, um, was sort of like a province, you know? And so I called it provincial. Yeah. I
0: wonder, I want to ask about working with your dad because I find real estate to be one of not a lot of industries where people do work with their, you know, with their family really closely and there's lots of successful teams that are, you know, father and son or yep. um, son and mum or whatever it might be. Why do you think that is?
1: Um, I think it's also maybe, I think it's sometimes it can become a, a lonely gig in real yep. estate too. Yeah. And I think it's really important to have someone by your side to actually share your problems, your issues, um, and then also enjoy the the celebrations of you know, the rewards and what you've just done for a client and so forth, you know, mm-hmm. I think that's really important. But um, it ain't always an easy gig, though, too, with having a partnership. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of communication, a lot of yep. understanding, and you know, <laughs> and don't get me wrong, my dad and I have had some good ding dongs along the way, too. Um, so yeah, it doesn't. It's not an. It's not an easy um, ride, but I definitely think it makes it easier having someone with you yeah. too. You know, yeah. yeah.
0: Someone who understands and is close enough that you can have those ding dongs. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Is your dad still part of the business? No,
1: he retired a couple of years ago. Okay. Now, but um, yes, he's enjoying retirement. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah.
0: What What are now? This is the tenth year that tenth birthday of Provincial this year. Is it that is, correct? Yeah, it it's is. my research it's correct. Yep, Beautiful. Your research is
1: hundred percent correct. Actually, in July. <laughs> yep. Excellent! Happy birthday, Millie. There. So,
0: what do you think are some of the biggest kind of things you learned over the last ten years? Then, things maybe that you, you know,
1: look. um, There's probably four words that sum it up. Yeah. Um, First one is courage. Okay. Um, The second one is change. Uh The third one is is culture, and the fourth one is grow. Okay. Um, Coming back to courage. Especially in these last four years, you've, yeah you've had to find courage to do the things that you don't want to do mm-hmm. to have those vendor meetings that are uncomfortable about price adjustments and all those things. so um, I think courage is has definitely been a huge one um, for not just my team but for all agents yeah um, is that uh, the second one is change we have to we have to change. So quickly now, the technology, mm-hmm. um, the way things are moving, it we have to change fast. So, I think if you aren't able to change and you're still doing old ways, um, then you will become extinct in this yeah. industry. I yeah. really do believe that. Mm-hmm. Um, culture, absolutely. Um, we've always been a very small um, boutique style agency. Mm-hmm. Um, including myself. There's only um, a sales team of four Yeah. Um, plus uh, three admin staff. So um, we have a really awesome close-knit family mm-hmm. feel about us. Yeah. Um, and we're all there to help each other. People go on holidays. We're all there to pitch in. And um, that's what I really like about um, our office yeah um we're not big we're not just about getting bumps on seats to to build a big you know um sales office it's small and it's you know it's got a lovely culture about it um obviously we all have our ding dongs again mm. but um all in all i think it's an excellent culture that we have too
0: yeah yeah with the culture um you mentioned you <clears throat> you kind of um had a vision of having a boutique agency yeah. um was there a specific culture that you wanted to grow ten years ago when you started, or have you has it been an organic thing, you know? It's
1: actually just been an organic thing. I really had no vision of, oh yeah, I want to have the biggest office and and all this. Um I just sort of went along with it mm-hmm. and somehow we have grown into a a small office, but you know, a very successful office. Yeah. Um I think it's for the last four or five years that we've been um number one in our for sales, in our in our uh postcode. Yeah. So um it's just grown organically and I think it's just a um momentum of what we've been doing, you yeah. know, with our branding, our marketing, our team, um, our culture. It just all all sort of adds up and, Yeah. Gives us this result in the end.
0: Was there anything coming from a corporate background or, um, you know, a, a, a franchise that you didn't want to do, that you didn't want to have as part of your business? Um,
1: what, and compared to a franchise? Yeah,
0: or even compared to, you know, your your background in a, in a very corporate environment. Was there anything about that that you kind of thought, you
1: know, that's I'm never going to do things like that or...? Yeah, I just didn't want another number, being yeah. someone to be another number, you yeah. know, because in a corporate environment, that's how it sort of feels mm-hmm. after a while. You feel like a another number and um, you come to work, clock in, clock out, go home. Yeah. Whereas um, I think for our office, it's it, it's it just feels like you're at home. Yeah. It's very family friendly. Yeah. Um, we're all very transparent with each other, um, which I think is really important in any any family household Mm -hmm. you know so I'll probably Mm -hmm. say it's more like a more like a a home yeah yeah what
0: about you mentioned the ding-dongs you know with your dad or with your other staff members is there anything specifically that you really believe or really you know things that crop up that you do have those um you know I guess difference of opinions about is there anything that you've really held firmly to when other people have challenged you um, whether it's about the culture or the business side of things or, you know, um, embracing technology or, you know, anything like that, anything that you've really.
1: Yeah, it's probably, half the time I think it's probably change. Yeah. And sometimes it can be, um, perfectionism on my behalf too, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes I am a bit of a perfectionist too. Um, but yeah, probably, um. I think the biggest one of all was probably when we, we used to advertise a lot in newspapers. Yeah, and then I wanted to make the call of just let's just stop it, even though all the other agencies are uh, are doing it. Yeah, um, I don't. It's not giving us a rate of return at all. Yeah, so let's put it into back into you know um, internet. Um, so that was a big one for us just to cut it when all the other agencies were still advertising in national. Mm-hmm. you know, sorry, in a statewide paper. So um, I think that was a big a big move. Yeah. Um, How long ago was that that you made that call? Oh, geez, I, I can't even remember now. Long just, enough that you don't yeah, remember? Yeah, yeah. But um, I think that was a pretty big call. Um, but, yeah, in terms of uh, Dad and I, um, yeah, it, we just had different viewpoints. It was old and new, mm. you know, old versus new. So and somehow we sort of... We're able to dovetail the two yeah. after a bit of, um, um, debate, mm-hmm. especially with us being from Italian backgrounds, sometimes <laughs> it can lead into
0: it's passionate,
1: <laughs> a passion. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I think it's that too.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Hopefully that answers your question. Jess. It does.
0: It does. So tell me after 10 years or 15 years in real estate then, and all the ding dongs and the staff and the business growth, what do you, what do you love about it still? You love about you know. I
1: still love number comes down to number one of helping clients yeah. helping people yeah I, I love dealing with people mm-hmm. um, you know even when I go out to do a, an appraisal, you know half the time it's not about the house mm-hmm. it's just hearing people's stories of of where they've come from their their life journey and and where, what sort of situation they're in now um, and being able to try and help that person to get to a new to a new beginning, you mm-hmm. know. Um I think that's for me is the biggest joy in it of all, you yeah. know. Um and then collectively working as a team, you mm-hmm. know, as as well. That's probably the two things for me that that are the still the biggest rewards for me. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And what about from the business side of things because obviously it's a it's a it's quite a different skill set managing people to maybe not to selling real estate. Yeah. What is it about um that you love
1: about running the business as well? um I suppose i I still have my creative flair. I can still um paint my um agency with yeah um that's definitely still one I love. It's just something that's in me, yeah, um being able to think of new ideas and come kind of new branding and rebirthing you new know, um our brand again, all those things I love mm-hmm. um, yeah, um. What about the people
0: do you ever do you ever struggle with the the management of people i guess i'm always interested to know about um, you know how people manage people
1: yes, um there are
0: all different types of
1: personalities That's <laughs> there for is
0: sure. um, and real estate is something where they you know they you know do you have to manage them do you let them go you know.
1: um look at the end of the day i saw rep is really they've got their own business within a business. That's Mm. what it is. So um, I think I've been pretty blessed enough that each of our staff members are very driven um, and um, they treat it like their own business, which I'm really – I feel really blessed to have such people that are Mm. driven and passionate like that. Um, If they weren't, um, they wouldn't be in our agency anyway because it has to – I've got a certain level, and I'll, I want them to be sort of similar to my drive. Obviously, going to have their own personality, but to be able to to really have at the core wanting to help someone, yeah. you know, that's really important. I've been asking to me. people
0: a little bit lately. I guess I'm interested in where the industry is going, and and how people are bringing new you know yep. new blood in. Yeah. What's your recruiting process? Are you do you recruit rookies? I know that's more difficult now with Minimum wage. Yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. That's definitely changed the industry a lot. Um, I've actually um, just employed um, uh, a new fellow who's about my age, and we've partnered up. So, in the past, I've done this as well, and that's where they shadow me. Yeah. And um, yeah, they either have a a wage or a commission structure, incentive structure as well to go with it. Mm -hmm. So, it's actually, I'm able to. Help them and and mould them and into something you know really good, so they're not feeling lonely when yeah. they come into this industry, yeah. And not feeling like, um, geez, if I don't make a sale, I'm in trouble. I'm in trouble, yeah. you know. So it takes the pressure off them a yeah. bit, and at the same time, it gives me balance back in my life too. So mm-hmm. even though the first you know three to six months is going to be pretty intense training. I mean if that person is is up to speed, then I'm able to spend more time with my family, mm-hmm. which is really important in real estate because you can reach burnout pretty, pretty, pretty quickly. Quick. Yeah. So, and who,
0: those people that you're bringing on, it sounds like if he's your age, he's come from another background. Are you, is that something – what are you looking for in terms of the people that you bring into the business?
1: Well, um, it's not necessarily they've been in real estate. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean um, the new – um, gentleman that i've brought on now david he's um he's he's run his own business before mm-hmm. he's always been in sales he's never done real estate yeah and honestly hand on heart the drive and passion that he's shown me in the last six weeks and just a willingness to learn is is mind blowing yeah. and um i think you can't teach someone drive passion um, wanting to learn enthusiasm you can't teach them you can only teach them what real estate is. Yeah. Um, but if they've got that that at the core of them, then they they're going to do well. Mm-hmm. They're going to do really well. Um, so yeah, you know, I, th- I see I see big things for for David who's just joined us.
0: Do you think? Because um, I tend to ask this a little bit, and and I've, I find a lot of re- real estate agents do come from other backgrounds. Do you think that is because they do need to figure out that they have that drive and that passion? You know, to make the move into this industry that is really, really difficult, what you know i I just wonder why you think that might be the case that it's often people's second,
1: third, yeah, um, I think a lot of people that that come into it um probably don't not a lot succeed too, yeah, but and those that i I think don't succeed are ones that have probably had a very different perception about what a real estate agent really does, yeah. Um, no, it's not. It's not uh, cafe lattes and long luncheons and things like that. It's <laughs> that's not the that corporate world. That, yeah, it was the <laughs> corporate world. It's actually. It's hard. It's um. It's just. It's a lot of tenacity mm-hmm. that goes with it. And the people that do succeed, um, I think are people that really, uh, deep down, want to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, they want and they do, as you said, they want to test themselves as well. You know, and it takes a lot of grit. To, to become a successful agent, especially in the last four or five years mm-hmm. where it's been really hard. So if you can make it now, I think you can make it anytime. time.
0: Yeah. What's your uh, predictions for the next year?
1: <laughs> oh, look, I, for the, <laughs> every year I've said, oh, yeah, this is this is going to be the worst this year. Is this is, this is going to be turning. But I honestly do believe 2020 yeah. is that we're going to see some modest growth. Yeah. Um, I've already seen it since the election finished. Um, I've seen some really good activity. Mm -hmm. Um, and our agency in the last, in the last sort of, um, week to 10 days has put seven properties under office. So it's a good sign for a small team. It's a really good sign that things are on the, I think this year we're still going to have better activity, but I don't, I don't feel the prices are going to go. Upwards. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to happen for 2020. Yeah. That's okay. my prediction. There you Hopefully go.
0: You heard it straight from the horse's <laughs> <laughs> mouth. Um, my last question, or my last yeah. kind of line of questions, I guess, I really wanted to just ask you about your area because we've had a lot of agents in here who have, you know, who sell coastal, who sell yeah. per- city, who sell, you know, but we haven't had any real true hills reps, I guess. Yeah. And I just wanted to ask, get your take on whether or not you think, you know, there's a, there's a difference in the way you guys work up there to down here, if it's, you know, selling, selling, no matter where you are, um, the community vibe. I don't know, you know, what it's like selling in the hills.
1: Okay, selling the hills. Well, firstly, the demographic of the hills is very family orientated. Uh Um, So we have a lot of young and mature families in the hills. Um, We also have a lot of um, elderly people too. Uh, They've just been there for so long and they love it and they never want to move. Uh So um, there's a a high, you know, percentage of of elderly people too. Um, But it is really a close-knit community. Yeah, yeah, I I think, you know, besides, you know, really going rural, uh, Kalamunda is a very close-knit community. Mm -hmm. Um, We've got great schools. It's very safe. Um, It's very
0: much generations of people kind of live and grow up there and then their kids live and grow up
1: there. Yeah, well, the kids normally they leave the hills. Yeah. And they go to places like Vic Park and so forth and get towards the city. But then when they're ready to to come home to nest, yeah. they come back to the hills, you know. So, um, and you see that time and time again, mm-hmm. you know, at home opens, you see those people they are ready to have a family, they're coming back because yeah. they know how much of a great childhood they had, an environment um, they had in the hills. So, yeah, um, yeah and we've got, you know, big backyards, you know, which are are. Near on extinction, extinction anywhere here in else, Perth, you yeah. Know? So, yeah, I think um, we're very blessed. Do you think coming from
0: being from there gives you is it clicky? Gives you an in?
1: I oh, definitely, yeah, it's, it's yeah. Still, yeah, still got a clickiness to it, absolutely. Yeah. You know, um, locals like to look after locals, yeah. Um, and I think that's where it's helped us too. You know, um, being a local fella mm-hmm. um, and starting my own, own independent agency definitely is. You know, I feel very grateful uh, of the community to to obviously support us that way too. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah, definitely clicky, but yeah. in a, in a nice way, in the,
0: be- in the best way possible. Yeah. When you're in the click,
1: yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Ben, I know I said that was my last question, but I yeah. I remember I had one more. Okay. I always do this. Sure. I wanted to ask you because obviously you are from a marketing and advertising background, yeah. so you've kind of seen trends come and go. Uh-huh. I assume you've got your finger on the pulse of of technology, and you know we mentioned you flicking newspaper ads pretty. Early on, how do you think technology is, is changing the industry? And and um and I guess again, I'm going to ask you for your predictions. Yeah, well, <laughs> if
1: you ask my wife about me and technology, uh, I should laugh. <laughs> but um, being an old X Gen now, um, I'll give you my best <laughs> best forecast. All right, but I think um, you know the world of virtual reality mm. is becoming bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm and i think before someone comes to a home open in the future i think if they had the option of being having a virtual reality mm-hmm. it's going to screen a lot of homes out for them mm-hmm. so i think that virtual reality is coming in a big way
0: when do you think that's going to happen cuz we've been ha- we've got had the matterport tours for you know probably 3 or 4 years now yeah and there's limited uptake yeah limited agents using
1: that yeah, I think when, you know, it becomes easier, more accessible, easier to work with, I think the that's when… The tech's available to everyone. Yeah. yeah. I think that's going to be when it hits. Yeah. Um, you know, it could be in five years. You yeah. Know, really could. Um, But, yeah, I think that's going to be a big one. I think even, you know, my best mate, he lives out in, in – um, we well, lived in Sweden, now he lives in Finland. Mm-hmm. And a lot of their – when he bought a home over there, a lot of their negotiations were done – Via text, yeah, right. S- and so I think there's going to be, you know, in the future too, that you're going to be negotiating via text mm-hmm. as much as I hate that because I love face to face. But yeah. it's, I think it's going to happen, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then obviously social media that's that's a that's a massive thing mm-hmm. um, too. You know, that's that's still going to be around and it's ain't going to go away anytime no. soon. No. What yeah. that
0: looks like is another question, but it's I, definitely I not know. going as anywhere. As, yeah. Definitely not going anywhere, so.
1: But, um, yeah, look, um, still for the time being, still face-to-face. Um, the day that it becomes, stop being face-to-face, it's going to be sad, yeah. in my opinion.
0: Is that the day you
1: leave the industry, Ben? I think it will be, actually, yeah. yeah. it to be something else. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, beautiful.
0: Any parting words for us? No, on. I
1: just really appreciate the opportunity. Never done one of these before. <laughs> you've done you've done it like a pro. Oh, really? I oh, thank you. I feel yeah. like you've been on radio many times. No, never never <laughs> been on radio. No, no, I really appreciate the opportunity. Uh,
0: thank you so much for oh. your time, Ben. We'll chat soon.
1: Thank you. Cheers.
0: That's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. We'd love any feedback or guest suggestions. So hit me up on Instagram. You can find me on Jess at crib. And if you enjoyed the show, don't forget to subscribe and be sure to tell a friend.